Welcome to the Maze Marketing Podcast. This isn't another podcast about marketing tricks or hacks, but about building effective marketing systems, beating marketing overwhelm, and communicating your expertise. With your hosts, Rob Drummond and Jonathan Wilson. So we hear a lot of the time that the money is in the list and we all know that we need to be growing our email list. But the question is, is how do you entice people to opt in for your email list? Traditionally, one of the ways that we would do that is through offering some kind of report, some kind of lead magnet, some kind of PDF incentive for people to opt in. And the humble special report has taken a bit of a battering in internet marketing circles in the last few years. A lot of people saying it's harder than ever to get people to opt in. Um, so I really wanted to drill down into this because sometimes this is true, sometimes it's not true. So today I've got James Daniel on the call. So I've known James for a few years. So James is a copywriter. Um, I was first introduced to James um, by helping him write a lead magnet for one of his clients. And I drafted this lead magnet. I sent it to James for some feedback and his uh, feedback, and I quote, was, it's fairly good. I've only done a minor hatchet job on it. So, <laughs> which was reassuring. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I think James is an excellent copywriter. He's um, a particularly good copy editor, and he's got a lot of experience creating lead magnets that really work. So, uh, James, welcome to the show. Thank you, Rob. I, I, I apologize if I was that, uh, that brutal with the first, uh, <laughs> our, our first ever job together. <laughs> well, you know, it worked out all right at the end, I guess. So, um, Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, perhaps you can just tell people listening a little bit about your background and how you got into doing what you do. Sure, yeah. Um, I mean, this, this in itself could take several years, but uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I'll put it this way. I guess the ideal background for a copywriter is you've either come from sales or marketing or journalism. Uh, I've come from all three because uh, I, I had this very, very strange sort of background where I was just completely sort of devoid of any kind of sense of direction. Uh, I'm a writer first and foremost, so I started out as a journalist and um, realized that I hated it. I just then took a sales job in order to um, fund the rest of my writing. I was writing comedy skits and sitcoms and so on at the time as well. Um, And that led to a career in the corporate world. I ended up as business development manager in the cable industry. Um, So that that was sort of nine years. So by by my mid-30s, my CV looked like one of those cars where you've got two halves sort of welded together that don't actually, you know, fit. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't make any sense at all. And the recruiter said to me, mate, I don't know what to do with you. I don't know how to position you. You know, you've got, you've got two careers half begun here, you know. Um, but I did have 18 years as a writer as, 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 you know, as part of that. Um, and then I realized that copywriting was the missing link, that it sort of just uh, it, it made sense of everything. You know that it's it's got the writing side, the creative side, you know, and, and also the the business side, marketing and so on. Um, so that's that's kind of how I got into the crazy game. Um, and, you know, through did did some training, did a diploma, read every book I could get my hands on, um, and uh, it 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 just it just worked for me. I mean, I built my contacts, and uh, uh, I haven't really had a dry spell since. I've been pretty fortunate. Great. So, um, do you? What's your experience been with lead magnets then over the last few years? Okay, so it's it's a funny thing when I when I started out when I put up my first copywriting website in two thousand and six, 
Um, I just put up, you know, as everyone did back then, just a, a little um, thing saying, join our newsletter. And, uh, you know, uh, just an enticement that once a month we will send you um, some, some articles on, on copywriting. And we, we would sort of mail it out and it would just be three or four articles in a newsletter and nobody would read them all. A couple of people would read one or two. But um, when I put that, um, uh, put that up there on the website, to my absolute astonishment, people signed up in their droves. I mean, looking back now from 2020, it, it sounds absolutely impossible that this happened. Um, but we got to about a thousand subscribers within a couple of weeks with no real effort at all. Just, you know, not just people I knew, but strangers finding it, you know, everyone that, that got to the, the site was signing up. Um, I thought, well, this, this can't continue, surely, you know, this is madness. And, and sure enough, it, it didn't because suddenly everybody cottoned on that you want to be collecting email addresses. Uh, and suddenly nobody was was signing up because if you think about it, um, just the promise of some future content is not very tangible. No, you know because you don't know specifically which aspect of copywriting I was going to be talking about, and it and it's it's delayed gratification, so it it, it doesn't really uh, uh, help anyone. So pretty soon people latched onto the idea of the lead magnet, you know, um, and. Um, and I, I, I spent a long time getting this wrong, you know, trying, trying a bit of this and a, a bit of that, you know, for a long time, just thinking, well, any kind of valuable content that you can offer, it's got to be worthwhile. It's, you know, it's um, uh, as, as long as you're adding value and they can, they get a sense of your, your expertise, then they'll, they'll appreciate you and they'll pick up the phone and say, can I hire you please? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's just not the case, you know? Um, so I, I toyed with all kinds of lead magnets, um, uh, some that show people how to write their own copy, some that show you how to choose the right copywriter, um, giving, giving away books, giving away reports, giving away videos and audios and so on. And, you know, they all worked a little bit, but, um, you know, all, all sort of variable results. Um, and it wasn't really, I think, until um, the work that we did together where we were sort of contracting for a digital agency in London and we were churning out lead magnets en masse. It wasn't really until then that I started to do some sort of proper analysis of the different types of lead magnets that, um, that we were creating and the results that they were getting. Uh, so we could say, okay, this type is working, this type uh, not so much, this type works for this kind of business. It's you a know, range of clients as well, isn't it? You start to yeah. see uh, different situations and different applications as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly that. So you know, it's 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 not just about if you're in this sector, this is your this is the type of lead magnet. It's it's you know what's what's your own customer base and and perhaps even your own values and the way that you project yourself as a business. But um, you know, I've, I've whittled it down to about a dozen different types of lead magnets that uh, uh, that seem to be working. And I don't think there's a single business I can think of that would say any one of those twelve would work for them. Hmm. But I, I would say that pretty much any business, you could get at least three or four of them to work for you, you know. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, do you want, do you want to sort of talk, talk through? Um, what yeah, well, let's, 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 let's maybe talk through a couple of them and then perhaps we can invite people to, um, I mean, is there a place that people can access this? Uh, Absolutely, yeah. I'm happy to, um, to provide a, a full um, copy of a report on um, of this. So, uh, okay, well let's 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 dig into I don't know the top two or three and yeah, see what we get to. Okay, I mean the I guess the the obvious um, the sort of the classic lead magnet. It's it's the it's the one I call sort of instant karma. Um, the idea of this is um, very simple. 
I will give you ideas that will help you to buy my stuff. Yeah. Um, so the easy example of that would be the butcher that gives you recipes for healthy eating. Yeah. So, you know, what you want is a healthy diet. What the butcher wants is, uh, is, is for you to buy some, some meat from him. Uh, so he says, well, look, you know, here's, here's some recipes. You've got to buy the meat in order to, to, um, make for the recipes to work. Um, so it, it's almost an instant transaction. Hmm. Yeah. Um, there, there are other, um, sort of tit for tat kind of examples, perhaps some of them not sort of quite as immediate as that, but, uh, you know, for example, um, if, if you do loft conversions, you might offer a guide on how to create a workspace at home. Mm. So, you know, in order to, um, to act on the information that you've been given, you've got to hire somebody to do your loft conversion. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of instant ish in that respect. It's not as quick as, as going to the butchers for, for, you know, a pound of chicken, but uh, it, it's, it's still the same kind of straight tip for tat kind of uh, uh, transaction. Are you trying to think through the questions that people um, have on their minds in this circumstance? So they're buying a loft extension or something. It's like, well, what are the questions are they thinking about? Yes. Um, I, I think that you, the, the content that you would put into that would be um, almost like an extended Q and A. You know, sort of the, these are the things that perhaps ten things that you uh, that you will want to know. You know, common questions that are asked, um, things that you should ask but you perhaps might not think to ask. You know, so it might be a, a mix of those things. Um, but uh, you know, what what you're doing is is saying how to get the the, the home office of your dreams. You know, um, and. I, I, I guess one thing I'll say here as well is that some elements that we'll talk through here, uh, some of them mix and match. So, for example, the, the next type of lead magnet that I've had uh, a good bit of success with is the sort of what I call the consumer champion type. Um, and, and this might cross over into that sort of loft conversion thing. The consumer champion idea is that if you in your industry are the saint among sinners, then you're, you're effectively saying, watch out. Yeah, you know, you don't necessarily have to hire me, but hire someone good, you know. Mm, yeah. um, and, and Watch I, out I guess, for this. Yes. Mm. Now, this, this is effectively what I was doing when I um, put out my guide to hiring a copywriter. Yeah. Um, Desperately easy to hire a bad copywriter. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You know, the report's called um, uh, finding a copywriter is easy, but finding the right one is a minefield, you know, mm. um, which I think <laughs> we, all, we all know to be true. Um, so the consumer champion idea effectively is you're, you're exposing malpractice. Yeah. Um, it's very, very easy with this one to come off as a little bit sort of embittered. Yeah. Like the sort of <laughs> the, the crusty old type saying these kids, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> that's, so my whole, been, that's, that's the aura I try to give off to be honest. Yeah. Um, that's my entire marketing pitch, but, um, so you have to be really careful with that. You, you know, you, you have to be more like, you have to kind of rise above it, you know, um, and, and, and not be emotional about it and just say, look, you know, you, you just need to know, perhaps even be magnanimous and say, look, there are some fantastic people in our industry. Um, you know, no way am I saying that I'm the only person that can do this for you. Um, but, you know, if not me, go to one of the good ones. Do do not under any circumstances touch anybody who is going to X Y Z, and you sort of uh, sort of expose the habits of of malpractice. You know, mm. 
I think I feel like my most successful lead magnet sort of qualifies like this, only it wasn't exposing people in the marketplace. It was just more exposing Google, I guess. Mm. Um, that was called How to Waste a Thousand Pounds on Google AdWords in No Time Flat. <laughs> Uh, and I've got, and so that, that was published in 2013 and that did really well for a while. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of going after the malpractice that yes. Google was espousing and continues to espouse. <laughs> yeah. And there's, there's, there's another type there uh, of lead magnet that I call revelations, which is, is it, it is a kind of a, a did you know some mm. sort of uh, thing, which is, is all about... Um, uh, you've got some some little known information to share, um, and and perhaps that relates to something new that's come on the horizon or a little known secret. You know, something that you're you know, um, uh, perhaps a a hack or something, if you like, that, that people don't know about. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, I mean, this is a perfect example of crossover because it's a little bit sort of revelations, but you know, did you know? And it's a little bit expose consumer champion. Yeah. Mm. I feel like the title's so important, doesn't it? Like, the, like the title's really got to make you curious to read it and read it now. Yeah, it 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 really has. Um, and and you know, I, I think very few people test with their with their lead magnet titles um if you if you look at uh, the ads that you're running to send people to your landing page um you're, you're probably getting some dynamite information there um as to sort of you know what what is going to be a suitable title for, for the lead magnet itself but usually you create your lead magnet you publish it you pay a designer to, to do a nice cover for you and all the sort of 3d images and so on you think right that's it now that's set in stone rather than, you know, it's not going to cost you a fortune to sort of think, okay, I've identified here, you know, this is this, people are responding more to this title. Let's just, you know, just redo it and say this, it's, it's now, it's now going under this title instead. I think, I think the small changes that you can make as well. I, I feel like one of the reasons that my lead magnet worked was it was very specific. It was five, it was five ways to, it wasn't just some ways to, like, yeah. oh, I, yeah. I could, I could have just, whether that's slightly wrong and it probably wouldn't have had anywhere near the same impact yes yeah and it's 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 a weird thing with numbers you know the psychology of, of numbers you know three or five or seven or ten or twelve i think of the sort of the the, the classics mm. um or the one single idea the one the one big idea you know mm. it's, it's, it also works really well but you know nobody ever does um four or six or eight or something you know it's uh it it, it Bit of a weird thing but yeah it, it's 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 having that sort of it just feels more tangible mm -hmm. and i think the reason that, that numbers like seven in particular works really well because it it doesn't look if it's 10 then it feels like you've sort of rounded it up so you, yeah. you only really have eight or nine useful things but you thought oh, i better find another one you know seven feels like this is genuinely what you need to know mm. although it's becoming overused now and yeah. yeah, it also feels like too many as well, because like, um, I, I don't know if, you, if you've kind of noticed this, but it feels like your lead magnet has to deliver a tangible benefit really quickly. Yes. Um, like I, I've, I've tried giving, like giving away entire books and entire ebooks, and people don't want to read it, even if the ebook's great. Mm. Um, I wonder if you had any thought on length and that's, that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that that's, that's the thing. It, it depends on 
if you're doing like three things or five things or whatever it is, it depends on how big those things are. Yeah. Mm. Ultimately, your, your lead magnet's job is to help people to solve one very specific problem. Mm. Now, it could be that there are three ways to solve that problem or, you know, or five ways or whatever. Um, but it, it is ultimately, it does have one overarching sort of um, uh, problem solving goal. Yeah. Um, in terms of length, I mean, I, I think this is, this is a failing with a lot of lead magnets is that they're too flimsy. Um, they're uh, a page of, you know, 10 top tips or something like that. And nobody's going to give up an email address for, for one side of a PDF. Um, not, not that length is necessarily the arbiter, but it's got to be weighty. It's got to be information that, 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 that sort of packs a bit of a punch. Mm. You know, it doesn't matter if it's, if it's short, as long as, as long as there is some real weight to it, but usually it's sort of, you know, a page of stuff that you could, you could probably get the answer to from a, from a Google search. I think I think lead magnets have let themselves down over the years by by not having enough weight to them. But at the same time, exactly as you say, you don't want to be too long, mm. because what people want, particularly if it's a PDF, you know, it it, it feels like something that's quite sort of um, disposable. You know, it's mm. sort of I'll get into this now. I just want want to, want to get the answer immediately and move on. You know. I found with PDFs that if people don't read it straight away, they add it to the digital desert that is the hard drive and it immediately gets lost and they never read it. How many reports do you reckon you've got on your hard drive? Oh, right. gosh, I dread to think. I mean, I'd, I, 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 I can't imagine, but for me, it must be four or five hundred at least. Yeah. Um, and it's all stuff that in, you know, I've downloaded in good faith and think I must read this one day, you know. Uh, but if you don't, yeah, you're right. If you don't read it immediately, then you won't read it at all. I might print it out immediately if it's a sensible size. Yeah. Yes. And and this this is why I think it is a good idea to have a physical lead magnet. But it, it then it very much depends on who you're targeting. You know, um, if if it's a page on your website and anybody can find you through SEO, then you can go broke very quickly if you're sending people something 